So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Welcome to this special episode of the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast, taking place on site at Universal Studios in the Universal Studios Radio Broadcast Center. I am Matt, and joining me are my usual co-host, of course, Karen. Hello. And Quint. Hello. And we just have had a great, lengthy Halloween Horror Nights weekend together, including experiencing the repository and our annual Unmasking the Horror Tour. And what better way to wrap it up than having a chance to sit down and talk with the man behind the team behind Halloween Horror Nights, Mike Aiello. Hello. Mike, welcome back to the show. Oh, it's great to be here. And we're, we're, in, we're surrounded by minions right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's off-putting. <laughs> oh no! It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, this I can't imagine a better dream come true for for Karen to be talking about Halloween Horror Nights in in the Minion studio, studio with Chance directly across. From me. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a cavalcade of theme park pop culture, all kind of thrown into one little uh, little crock pot. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just just let's just get right into it because we yeah. got a ton of questions. And the one thing I wanted to ask you because we never had the opportunity to talk to you after the event started. Mm-hmm. Now that we know everything. Everyone's seen it. We still have a few weeks left to go. Yeah. What was the one thing you have been waiting for for people to see and give their reaction to? And what did you think of it once you saw it come alive? Well, again, every year when we go through this, you know, over year long creative process, the opening night is like one of the best things ever because you're finally seeing people go through your content. And and honestly, we every year, you know, we've been doing this 26 years and and even and I've been doing this since, uh, you know, in some capacity since 2002. But even at this having that much behind us, it's still every year you don't know. I mean, we, yeah. we create because the event changes every year. We're changing the content, we're changing the brands. Uh, we still don't know. We kind of go you know, opening night, we're kind of all crossing our fingers kind of hoping everybody enjoys it. Um because the event truly doesn't live until people walk through the mazes. We can design and design and design, uh, but the, uh, the mazes do not exist, and the characters do not scare nearly as well until there are people actually while well, You can rehearse those characters for days. Um, and honestly, we only have days to rehearse those characters, and they do an amazing job, but it's awesome to see them finally be able to get the gratification of people mm-hmm. walking through those right. environments and finally getting those scares. Uh, so if opening night is an amazing thing, and then this is also my, I think, one of my favorite portions of our process because we've already begun the groundwork for 27, and we can actively look at this year. We can see what's working really well and improve on it, and we can see the things that we had challenges with and improve on those. So, for us, we're this is still a test tube. I mean, we're we're actively every night. You know, Charles Gray, Patrick Brailer, Jason Horn. Blake Broswell are the show directors for the team this year. Mm-hmm. They are out here every single night uh, looking at the event, examining types of scares, examining the interactions that the, the street performers are having with our guests. And it's, it's all note-taking at this point. And, oh, wow. and maintaining, maintaining okay. the event. I mean, we've got a great event this year, and we're really happy with it, uh, especially coming out of 
25, yeah. which, was, which was a huge yeah. mountain to climb because 25 for us was an amazing event for us creatively as well as the guests. It was the highest rated event we've ever had, the most attended event we've ever had. Um, so there was quite a task set before us uh, as 25 wound down to figure out what building blocks do we want to take from 25 and use as our foundation for 26? Was there any, you mentioned 25, which mm-hmm. I mean, I, you did a great job continuing the story. And you just said you don't really know to the people coming the into the gate. Was mm-hmm. there any nail biting that that opening weekend? Sure. Saying, did we make the right choice? Did we do what we should I, do? I would be lying to you if I said <laughs> that we go into every event completely confident, going, "We got this." Right. Because that yeah. is simply not the case. Yeah. I mean, having the experience of twenty six years of doing Han events with you know just the, the this, our team and then learning from all the teams that have created things for this event for the past 26 years we have a good foundation we've we've got a lot of we have a good textbook with which we Mm. can learn from and use um but but again this event is a beast it is amorphous it is uh ever-changing parameters change the brands you pick and the original ideas that we have constantly change so uh, yeah every year we're kind of going into it we enjoy it as fans and as creators we think the content is, is is well executed, but but again, guests are the ones that are going to tell us. They're going to take the surveys at the end of the day, end of their night, and check what they liked and what they didn't. And that is this that is this process. So you mentioned change, and that's one of the things that for me this year, I got to come on the first night of the year a mm-hmm. media event, and then uh, I'm back this weekend, and I get to see it again this weekend. So a lot of stuff has changed since we first started. Can you tell us a little bit about the process of just like how it evolves during the during the season even? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, during the season, that's the other great thing about this event is is the, the Horror Nights creative team. That's our designers, our technicians, our performers. We're, it's all theater. So unlike the ride attractions that exist within the park, we are malleable. We can affect real change almost instantly. So if there is a scare within a maze that isn't quite working, we can fix, we can adjust, we can we can change audio. Right. We can change blocking. We can move that scare someplace else. We can redirect a guest's attention someplace else in a room so that we can maximize the scare. Well, and then this year, even in Tomb of the Ancients, you actually moved, moved maze walls. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we we affected some of the cons- in some very minor construction. Yeah, but still. Um, but yeah, like, and then there'll be things that we'll put in that we like. Um, that was a little too much. Like in Tomb, there was a dual path. You yeah, know, you could yep. go left or right. After the first weekend, we were like, man, everybody's going right, or every, depending on the night, everybody's going left. So uh. why, let's just go ahead and because we had two performers on either side, so there'd be hours where that other performer wasn't <laughs> oh, geez, getting anybody right. yeah. because some they would walk through and it, it's like lemmings, yeah. you know, yes. yeah. where they would pick a side and just maintain that side. Yeah. So we decided, okay, the dual path thing, our guests just want to go one way. So we're going to let right. them go one way and we can utilize that performer someplace else. Yeah, perfect. Makes sense. Cool. Um, something you said earlier, I just want, I didn't want to miss this question. You said being fans of the event, which I, we know you are. We've had this yeah. discussion many <laughs> times. And but you also said you're already working on next year and you're looking at things this year. Do you give yourself like just a little downtime to enjoy it as a fan <laughs> ever anymore these days? Uh, yeah, yes. I mean, the I get the gratification from seeing guests walk through the mazes, seeing my team, my team of writers and show directors um, be able to implement their creative and, and, and see 
positive change and positive reactions from the guest. I mean, that is why we're doing what we're doing. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm out here at least once a weekend, either either by myself or I'm touring people or groups through the event, um, either people that we've worked with in the past or some people that we're maybe courting for next year's event. Again, we've got a great a great pitch. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. You know, yeah. within yeah. this event to be able to, to take people through and actively show them, uh, here's how we build a maze. Here's how we treat a brand. Right. Um, see the details, see the layers. Um, if you like this, we would love to collaborate. So that's my role mainly these days as mm. far as the event's concerned is, is starting the building blocks so that I can give my team very good and succinct direction on where we want to take next year's event. Nice. So we, you mentioned our, in our interview last year that um, you often don this character suit once a year. Did you do that this year? Not yet. Usually uh, okay. usually it's the last night. Oh, uh, okay. Nice. Yeah, usually yeah. the last night. And I don't know. I don't know yet what I might do, but I'm really leaning towards Vamp 55. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm really leaning towards doing something in there because I think that, I, the, that that cast of characters, man, they're just nailing it. That one is so much fun. I just, it, when I saw it on, when you get the elevator pitch on the website, it, it didn't, Hit me on on those, sure. which is not everything's going to in that form. Yeah. Oh man, that night I walked in, I love that scare zone, and we we were yeah. all together hanging out in there, just admiring oh, yeah, everything yeah. that's going on. All in there. all of our characters, man, they they just take their roles and take it to the tenth degree, and yep. it's it's no different for the Vamp Fifty Five kids. I mean, they have really, I mean, they're doing things that that a lot of us didn't even create. I mean, they're wow. they're, they're <laughs> they've kind of formed their own little their little community and, right, I mean, right, and that, right. that kind of happens with all the zones i mean they they kind of all become their own families and and kind of work out uh their own situations that they want to do which, which is awesome and we, we love that um and that's something again i, I used to do it and yeah. i totally i mean i'll never take for granted our characters and what they do because being out here and doing the scares and and it's and even in mazes the repeatability of you know the scare sure. after scare after scare it takes a very unique and special person to do this job and it is not easy mm. it's not and they do a fantastic job right? yeah it's repetitive live theater for hours at a night it's yeah. crazy yeah but they they love it and you can just see yeah. again when they when they finally get that awesome scare or that yeah. group or it's it's awesome it's just it's just fun we just talked about scare zones. I, I would be absolutely remiss if I didn't bring up this maze because, one, we didn't do a special on it like we usually do, so no better chance than to talk to you about it. Yeah. American Horror Story. Yes. Where did you even begin with that? I mean, there's <laughs> so much great material in the run of that series, and I, I mean, I can't imagine picking anything better than you guys put into that. How much work was it to sift through all that material and get to what you got? A ton. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of material in that series. Uh, but the advantage we had is even though we did it this year for the first time, we've been thinking about American story, American Horror Story since that show premiered. Really? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You know, again, I always talk about planets aligning to allow brands sure. to be, exist within the event. And for a long time, it, we just could not get things to, to match up. Um, nothing negative, just the fact that, you know, the, the slates were defined and we kind of knew sure. uh, some of the brands we knew we wanted to do. And, and honestly, I'm glad we waited as long as we did because I think rolling out this maze as the the epitome of an American Horror Story maze, having been able to pick and sift through uh, three of the what five seasons five, by the time now, you now did six yeah. Yeah. Um, was was amazing. Um, so how did you how do you boil down which seasons to pick and, and what you want to do? Well, uh, 
this year we there was a little bit of psychology involved. Okay. Looking at the fan base, we knew we wanted to do hotel because it was the most recent. Yeah. Right. And there's probably a lot of people who may not have seen they may that may have been their gateway into American Horror Story because Lady right. Gaga's in yeah. the show. Right. Yes. So there's That's probably true. a yeah. younger audience yep. there right. that only watched because of Lady Gaga, but then fell in love with it because it's an awesome show. So we knew we wanted to do that. Uh, we also knew Murder House would make a great maze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Definitely. also looking at the environments within the event, we also, from an environment and architecture standpoint, want to make sure that the scenic in American Horror Story stands out from the rest of the event. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew we had two interior seasons. We knew we were doing hotel, and we knew we wanted to do Murder House, because that's the first one. That, that was the gateway for most people. Right. 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 So right. We've, we've got both ends of the spectrum now at this point. So Freak Show was picked because there's outdoors sequences. Oh, okay. yeah. Because okay. we, we knew the, those other two seasons were mainly interior environments. So yeah. we wanted to be able to show some things that were more outdoors, more open environments. Uh, and it just worked out. It's a great middle section of the maze yeah. because it really kind of widens your, your, your view shed mm-hmm. before taking it back down into the hallways of hotel. So that was the psychology involved of why we picked certain seasons. Uh, and again, everybody said, well, why do you do Asylum? Well, we knew, we knew Chance... Chances Maze oh, was yeah, going to have right, asylum yeah. elements. Yeah. Uh, now, it's very different than American Horror right. Story, of course. But going into the base creative when we were first starting, we knew Chance was going to have those types of textures. So, um, But who knows? We, we may go back to American Horror Story at some point, And we've right. got right. other seasons yeah. to be able to right. pull from. Uh, but who knows? Who knows whether we'll, we'll do that or not? It's been an incredibly popular maze. It's the highest rated maze this year. In fact, it is the highest rated maze in Halloween Horror Nights history. Wow. wow. That's awesome. What, yeah. what is blowing me away about that maze, and it did since the first night I saw it, is that I have never seen characters look so much like they're pulled yes. right from the screen. It's amazing. We got really lucky. Because <laughs> here's the thing. We're not casting specifically for those roles. Okay. We, are, right. we are casting with who walks. Our, our audition process usually begins June, July, mm-hmm. and it's an open call. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's anybody can come to these auditions. Um, and I got to credit Charles Gray and Billy Mick. Uh, they did an amazing job casting that maze because they they were able to kind of sift through and find people that slightly resemble those performers. Yeah. Uh, and that's with a maze like that, knowing it's people and not monsters, right. yes. that is key. Because yes. so if there, if there was one thing about the creation of that maze where we were kind of sweating a bit was whether or not we could pull off the characters. Oh, uh, yeah. we knew, did totally. We knew yeah, we could do environments. <laughs> we knew we could do the you know all the scares and the soundtrack and all mm-hmm. the you know the, yeah. the, the the more horrific elements of the show. Mm-hmm. But it came down to those people, and and that both of those casts are just yeah, just it's awesome. amazing. Yeah. Couldn't yes, agree with you amazing. more. Yeah, yep. that had house also has the distinction, and I haven't said it on the show yet. And I don't know if she wants me to say this, but it's the first. It's after ten years has brought my wife back to Halloween Horror Nights. Oh yeah, she just does not like being scared. But as soon as she saw American Horror Story in the list, she's like. I think I need to go to that. So finally, after 10 years, you managed to drag my wife nice. into the dark and get her in a, in a maze. <laughs> and she fantastic. loved it. She couldn't stop talking about oh, it. Good. So you guys just, I mean, well, you know the job you did, but I'm well, just, that's, that's just nice. another <laughs> another credit to that. That's very nice. So going back to some of the um, original IP stuff, mm-hmm. um, I think one of my, one of the standouts for me this year was Ghost Town. And how long have you been wanting to do, I think you coined it a requill. Requill, yeah. Yeah. How long have you been wanting to do this, and, and why did you want to go back to this well? Um, honestly, when we, we were going through the, the ideas for original content this year, um, the first thing that we look at before we even come up with the ideas for original mazes is we look at what the brands are doing. Because we want to do things that are different than those brands. Sure. We want to present characters and environments that don't follow within the brands we know we're doing um, so that we can provide the event some, some diverse variety. 
Um, Ghost Town really. <laughs> I, th- I want to say, I think Charles is the one that brought it up, or maybe David Hughes, who is our, our lead designer. Um, I think it just came out of their mouth. What if we did Ghost Town again? And we all just kind of went, sure, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's spend some time on it, see, see where we land. Um, I think the one major statement that came out of the creative, and I think Charles said this is, you know, because he knew the first maze. He, he, was, he didn't work with us when we, we did Ghost Town the first time, but I think he had said, well, for this maze, maybe we should put the town in Ghost Town. We're like, Sure, let's do it. <laughs> so that's why, you know, when you're walking yeah. through the maze and when you come out of the saloon and around that left-hand turn, it opens up and there is the entire town right there in front of your eyes. And it's scenes like that that I feel set us apart from other haunt-based yes. events. Mm-hmm. That we are able to, thank God, because we've got those sound stages, yeah. be able to affect those sound stages in a way that, that really surround our guests with... Not only you know uh, claustrophobic environments, but the scale, which is something that I think that's what our event is known for. In in some respects, is the the scale that we will deliver for the guests to uh, to give them the idea or the brand that we're trying to do. Right, I, I found it beautiful. I mean, well, yeah, it's I, gorgeous. I walked out the first time, and all I, all I could say that was just gorgeous. It, and it's 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 cowboys. I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah. cowboys. Yeah, it, 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 it takes you back to this like root playtime thing. You know, yes. whether no matter what era you grew up in. Uh, you wanted to be a cowboy when yep. you were a kid. So yeah. at its base, take Horror Nights out of it. Just kind of, <laughs> yeah. I want to play inside there like all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we kind of did that a couple hours yesterday when we went through the uh, unmasking. Oh, oh the yes. daytime tour? Oh, oh yeah. cool. That is, yeah, that is, that is, I'm so glad that was on the tour because there's so much detail in there that you yeah. guys put in that. I've, I've been through it, I don't know, 10 times, but still I'm walking through it with the lights on very slowly at my own pace and going, where was all this stuff the last 10 times? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just one you can go through so many times to get something yeah. well, the, each time. Uh, Karen Rigsby and our decor team, they are the stars of many of these mazes. I mean, you know, you've got the audio and the lighting and that that really surrounds you, but the, 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 the amount of decor and the lengths that they'll go through to find just the right piece and place it in just the right yes. part of the maze, uh, they're they're absolute geniuses. Yep. Yeah. There's one when you say that the thing that comes to mind is a cannonball in a hay bale, and I traced it back and went, "Wow." Oh yeah. Right back to the cannon. I was like, yeah. "That is some serious attention to detail," yes. and I would have never noticed that had I, you know, and not th- been just trolling around. Those are things know. that we don't even direct. That is that team it's taking nice. the initiative okay. to do to do that work. They're they're again, and that goes with a lot of the most of the divisions within our our, our entertainment team. You know, the technicians, the the, the lighting technicians, the audio. You know, we deliver the, the treatment and kind of talk through the brands, and and then we're able to kind of allocate, you know, the audio sessions from like Exorcist, let's say, mm-hmm. and and use that as a base. But it is the talents of, of those 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 teams to take it and go. All right, here's what we're going to do with it. You know, uh, the the sign of a good team is to be able to give all the parameters yes. and all the tools, and then let them do what they do. Absolutely. You know, step yep. in when you need to to be able to assist and move something. If you need to juke left or right, right. you know, you can do that. But again, everybody on these teams has been doing this so long that they have a shorthand. And I oh, think wow. that's yeah. also why we're so successful with the time we've got is is this shorthand we've been able to develop over, over again, 26 years of, of being involved or attending this right. event. <laughs> right. Now, just I have to make this transition. We just talked a lot about the soundstage and all the detail and whatnot. Now we move to something a little more... So I don't know what you say. Well, the BR, the, the repository. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of, I, I can't say it's all virtual reality because there's a lot of detail in that too, but I do want to talk about that with yeah. you. 
And well, first of all, how long have you guys been toying with that idea? Well, this has been a, a project for TJ Manorino and Rick Spencer. Uh, I've kind of been on the outskirts. Oh, okay. Um, because I, I would, I, my team, we were mainly concentrating on the mazes. So for a while, um, I was, I was kind of waiting for it to kind of open because I wanted to experience it. Right. And okay. I've been in and out of, I guess the last three years, there's been a lot of legendary truth. Yes. Um, sure. Tests that have been going on. And, and I've always been kind of on the peripheral of that because okay. uh, Rick Spencer and TJ really are the, the fathers of that program. Um, but for me, uh, you know, I was brought in probably about maybe three or four weeks right before it was ready to open oh, wow. to help okay. uh, with a lot of the live components that were going on. Gotcha. Because the VR was, was set. Um, so myself, Patrick Braylord, uh, Lyle Moon, um, Jackie Torkus, we were brought in to assist with the performers and really kind of amp up some of their moments uh, that they were, they were committing to the guests. Um, but I, I for me, the VR component, I think, is something, you know, when I said about building blocks to, to work with a foundation, that is definitely something that is a building block. Mm, and, sure. and again, the, I think the experience that's been created is awesome. And it if is, you it haven't is. done it, do it. <laughs> I think for the first time in our park, we're able to do some things we haven't been able to do before. Right. Right. You're yeah. in small groups. You will be touched. You could be manhandled. Um, you're going to put this helmet on your head and be transported to a completely alternate reality. Again, these little details that we're just not able to do in our normal haunted mazes, um, this, this VR component is able to do. And with the puzzle solving aspect and and the the just the, the small groups with with touching and character interaction, it means you get this very intimate experience, and yes. it's, it's it's like you're actually walking through a um, you know a short movie sort of thing on your own, and it's. The conga lines in the mazes are great, but that's what they are. The conga mazes, you get scared, you get characters. This is like an immersive experience. I had so much fun. Yeah, and again, we're not, like, as far as the immersive experiences, the alone mazes, we're not the, we didn't, we're not the first ones to do okay. that. I think from the VR standpoint, is how we're mixing the live with the VR, I think, is, a, is something that we're, we kind of can hang our, our hat on. Um, and again, I'm really, I think everybody's really happy with how it's turned out. The response from the guests doing it has been nothing but positive. And I, I look at it as just a, it's, it's a step. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's our foot in the water into this kind of new realm right. uh, from which to build from. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll see what next year I brings. So. I was just going to say that's good to hear because I'm looking forward to what you can build on <laughs> for next. Year. Yeah, yeah, again, we'll 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 kind of see. We're again, we're going to assess and see, you know, uh, exactly the the nuts and bolts of what we were able to deliver this year, and uh, you know, we'll see if it's something that we we build upon for 27. Nice. Nice. I have some like post event questions, but I don't want to go there unless Karen and Quinn have something I had. I just have about. one thing going back to the decorating of the houses. Yeah. Um, since so many of them are house based themes, do you happen to have any personal like family photos in some of this? Because looking at some of the pictures, <laughs> I'm like that looks like Mike from about 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, if there are, I am completely unaware. Uh, okay. <laughs> then you might want to look at some I mean, of them. <laughs> now they, they have done that in the past. I remember in Resident Evil when we did that one in the, there was an, there was an Italian pizzeria okay, that was yeah. the first room of that maze and they had a, a Samuel Meats photo which was oh, maybe, yeah. yes. uh, you know, hidden kind of up in the corner. Um, I do know if you go through Ghost Town you see all the wanted posters. Yes. yes. Th that's our entire decor team. Yeah, yeah they yeah, mentioned yeah. That, that, on the, that on the unmasking tour. So. Oh, did they? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It made the tour. That's right. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> did you have anything, Quint? Because I, I don't think okay. so. I think we can go post-event. I did. Uh, I don't know how you like talking about this, but I can't, when we're putting our questions together, I can't believe I never asked you this. 
when it's all said and done and they start tearing these things apart, what is that like for you guys? It's bittersweet. Is it? Okay. But it also means forward progress. That's true. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I was wondering if there was an aspect of, I know there's going to be, I kind of maybe have an idea of what's going to be the ne- next year, and this is the first step to getting to that. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the, the post of our event, because, um, again, the, we work on this a year, and then we have 31 nights to live with it. Right. You know, but I, I will say, 30, the 31 nights are, are slammed. I mean, you're like, okay, this, is, this event is working. It's happening. So I look at the, the post aspect of, of our kind of our, our teardown. I think a couple of years ago, I posted a picture of Evil Dead. It was, it was the, the, the hour we closed Evil Dead, and it was a picture of the living room. And then the next day at like 8 a.m., it was the living room completely torn apart. And I did like a before and after. And oh, wow. You're talking like nine hours, and it was almost oh, decimated. Oh, my God. That's wow. fast? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's unbelievable. Well, because, I mean, the South Stages are, we, we blocked oh, that true, time yeah. for a very specific amount right. of time. Yeah. And um, they, those mazes have to be removed so that the forward motion of that business can, can maintain. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there's a, there's a tear shed a little bit for, for some of the mazes. Um, but honestly, I mean, a lot of us are like, okay, let's, let's get these down so we can start working on next year. Yeah, I could see that. I was, I was kind of wondering, but there's probably still a little just, a, oh, I wish yeah, I there, could just leave that up for a little bit, take one more walkthrough. There are some things we'll save. Okay, I yeah. mean, we, we, we do save some of the larger um, decor pieces we'll, we'll save in our warehouse, but all of the big constructed items, all of that, all of that gets demolished. Well, all, all goes away. Because again, I understand, we don't so, repeat. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. We, we yeah. don't repeat this event. So we will save doors. We'll save windows because that, that, that stuff's expensive. Obviously. Right, yeah. Oh, okay. um, there's certain um, smaller base constructed items we will save. Um, but like the wagons from American Horror Story, those will go. We mm. still we have the designs. so yeah. we can, yeah. In yeah. fact, those wagons were actually the same design as the wagons we built for the Wolfman we did. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, we changed the color and then all the trim was different. Okay. To, to, but uh, gypsy wagon's a gypsy wagon. Right, you know? yeah. 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 Makes sense. Cool. All right, well, I got two more questions for you because sure. you, you've been great with your time. One was a little silly, one a little more serious, but the silly question, another one I've never asked you before, but we have talked way too much about Twisted Tater, so I'm curious what your preferred flavor of <laughs> Twisted Tater is. Can I, can I be perfectly honest? No. I've never oh, had no. Twisted oh Tater. <laughs> the ironic thing about that is I said, watch Mike tell us he's never had one. I said that in your car uh-huh. the other day. I can't believe that. <laughs> I, I see them. I'll walk the event and see people with them. I'm like, that looks good, but I've never actually bought one. Well, if... If you can remember me when you're going to have one, shoot me a message so I can get your reaction because that is going to be an exclusive that I, I have to have. I will, I will, I will tweet you a photo All right, perfect. Right. Uh, and, and make sure and tell you my flavor of choice, oh, which man. will probably be the one I'm eating because I haven't had any other. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Do you, does it come in plain? <laughs> yeah, you have to get a nice base and then work your way. That's right. Your favorite. That's oh, right. That's right. I can't believe that. Oh. <laughs> I've never had one. That's I actually that's probably the best answer you could have gave me. <laughs> it's lame. It's totally late. <laughs> well, my last question is the same question I ask every year, but mm-hmm. we, are, we really cater to first-time visitors, and every Halloween Horror Nights is someone's first time, so yeah. what do you have to say to them about this year's event? Uh, what I would say to a, the first-timer would be um, take it in. Like, if, if you're only coming one time, uh, you know, again, this event's incredibly popular, and I would do some homework mm-hmm. to make sure you're able to see everything that, that you want to see. Um I'd also say, uh, and again, this is another surprising thing about the event, just because we haven't really done this in a long time. Check out Academy of Villains. Okay. The Academy of Villains show here on our main stage. It is, it's awesome. It's actually one of the highest rated shows we've ever had. Wow. Okay. Yeah, That's good to know. They are, they're, kicking, to they're kicking butt. Cool. I do, uh, what I want to mention that that's, 
Uh, one really cool thing, I don't know how much you guys had to do with it or you collaborated with Academy of yep. Villains, but the whole hurricane that rolled through and kind of messed things up for a weekend, yes. they still performed, yep. albeit not on stage. That was a really cool thing to see that you like a show must go on moment for those guys. That was us at 1045 Saturday morning. Really? Okay. Uh, my my vice president called me and said, hey, is there anything we can do with them? I said, well, let me call uh, Crystal. Crystal's uh, one half of Academy, Crystal and CJ. Uh, they actually choreographed for So You Think You Can Dance. Uh, they're oh, CJ really? and oh, wow. side. Yeah, they're, they are two amazing people, incredibly gifted. And the people they've hired, these kids that are dancing for them, uh, are just a portion of their, their business, of what they have. They've got two troops based in San Francisco and L.A and they are phenomenal um, so yeah that was us giving Crystal a call and say hey listen we don't have the stage tonight we would love to be able to do something and pretty much what we boiled down to we said knowing we can't do shadow play which is part of the show because yeah. that, that's a pretty you know you need a stage to do that so can we do the opening number and the two closings it's about a six and a half almost seven minute little mini mm-hmm. show would that be something we can put together real fast and she was like of course that's cool so we cut the audio wow. we got the cast in to rehearse it and if there's one thing I can say about that cast and Bill and Ted, they are committed. Yeah. They are committed mm-hmm. performers. I mean, once they are, once they're in the show and doing it, um, you almost got to rip them from the show. Once oh, really? <laughs> they are so committed, and, and again, the show must go on. Right. That that is the mentality. It's it's an old basic theater mentality, but yeah. it definitely applies to our event. The hurricane was a was an anomaly, and again. Thank God it wasn't nearly exactly. as horrible yes. as, as it could have been. Because yeah. I mean, we took all the precautions we needed to do, and rightfully um, so. Because it looked, yeah, like it was going to be worse. Boy, I, I was in my house going, man. Yeah, like too. around like eleven when it was starting to get a yeah, little pick up. I was yeah. like, man, oh man, we'll see what happens. Yep. Um, but yeah, everybody pulled together that day. Our tech crew put up that stage in two days. Yeah, you know, I, so I was, that we everybody had it for Sunday. Watching that, yeah. So we we you know we lo- obviously we lost it Friday. We we didn't have it for Saturday. But man, they worked all night to get that stage back up for Sunday. Wow. And it, the flawless shows the next night. Yeah. Completely yeah. flawless. Was that the first time a hurricane stopped Halloween Horror Nights? I don't remember. Uh, there was an, in, I think we almost, I think employee preview, I want to say back in 2004. Okay. And okay. gosh, I can't remember which um, which hurricane it was. Maybe it was Floyd? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had we had some damage. We did a, it was when we were at Iowa. I think there was some damage to the JP maze. We had a Jurassic oh, wow. Park okay. maze uh, in that section of the park, and I think there was damage there. All right. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, we not having two nights of Horror Nights was historic. That, yeah, that, I that, that, so. that yep. I believe has never happened. Right. I'm sure there's a fan out there going, I know. Well, no, no, you're wrong, Mike. Uh, <laughs> it was this night in this hour that the event closed early. Uh, so w- if that is the case, I right. deeply apologize. <laughs> We're not those fans. <laughs> I'm actually ashamed to sit here can I, thinking, is there, there's got to, wait, let me think, hold on. No, I can't remember. I appreciate those fans because yes, for, yes. Like, for us that have been doing this for so long, it all runs. Oh, Everybody sure thinks does. we're an encyclopedia, yeah, sure. but we are not. Yeah. Honestly, I live year to year to year. This hard drive of a brain is only <laughs> is only one terabyte, and if I need to shove more things in, something's got to go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know that feeling. And, and yeah, for yeah. us too. I mean, we're, with with our show, we're very grateful for all the online resources we find. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah honestly, I I go to a lot of webs like fan sites. <laughs> nice. to find, Wait, what year was this maze? Oh, there it is. It was two thousand. Like uh, Horror Night Nightmares. I go to yes, yeah. constantly to kind of figure out. <laughs> what happened when? <laughs> because it's all there. It's like a great little Wikipedia. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I do love the fact that it's all that history is out there. Too. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. All right. Any last questions for Mike before I wrap up here? No. Yeah. Just right. a big thank you. Well, Mike, it's uh, always always great talking to you. Good talking. It's always to great you to have all. you on the show. 
Um, thanks to Universal Studios for having us on site. This has been amazing. Thank you to Allie and PR for setting this all up. That is my new favorite person in the park. No offense, Mike. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. Get her a nice big gift. <laughs> thanks to the crew helping us out here today, too. Uh, Jason and Bob. And They're amazing. They are. Yep. And uh, thanks to everyone we've met during the event, uh, particularly this weekend. Uh, Kenny, Greg, and Danny, and everybody else I've met throughout the entire thing. And thanks to everyone listening. Again, Mike, thank you so much for your time. It's always a blast talking to you. It's my pleasure. All yeah, right. we got what, what? When's this airing? This will be uh, probably tonight. Tonight? So, so yep. we got what? Two more weekends left. Yep, two more two big more weekends. So come yep. on out. And then, and then it's all over. This will never happen this way again. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yep. <laughs> yep. So you heard him. Yeah. If you haven't come out, if you're on that edge, come on out. It's awesome. So. And I'll reiterate one thing he said do the repository. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh. absolutely. Yep. Good deal. All right. So thanks, everyone, that was listening. This has been a blast. We'll be back with another episode, probably wrapping up 26, which is awesome. Oh. It just hurts to say, but like Mike said, we're getting there. So until that episode, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Happy Halloween. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at Neozaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.